Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Unhinged Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie, and this is my co-host, Ali. You may be wondering, what the heck is this podcast going to be all about? Well, let me tell you, it's going to be a little bit of anything and everything. No topic is off limits, and we're going to get into the dirty details of our grueling, disastrous lives that we've created for ourselves. Even so grueling that we had to create a safe word just in case. Today's safe word is pineapple. Since y'all don't know us and we don't know you, we figured let's get started with some facts about ourselves. So Ali, why don't you kick it off for us? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I mean, I'm so excited to be doing this. My heart is pounding. I'm so <laughs> nervous. Um, but I mean, one of the one one fact about me, guys, is that I hate being bored. I absolutely despise the concept of boredom. My mom growing up, I love being bored. I, I hate it. I hate it. My mom growing up, you, if you if you tell her you're bored, she'd literally just say which in Arabic literally means what? Do you want me to get up and dance for you? Is that going to entertain you? What do you want me to do for you? I hate it. I will literally go to like Target. Uh, and like play with lightsabers if I'm bored. I <laughs> hate, I, I, I don't know. I just hate being bored. It's weird to me. I don't know I how people that do you. that. But, uh, another thing about me is that I absolutely 100% unequivocally have split personalities. And what I mean by that is that like one minute I'm this crazy weirdo. And then another minute I'm this like super serious, no fun <laughs> know it all and, and it's it, it's such a funny thing because people are always like oh you're so like you're so easygoing and you're so nice and then they see the other sides of me and they're like oh shit <laughs> fuck <laughs> what did I get myself into <laughs> me every day <laughs> <laughs> but it's really funny because I am also like really good with people you know but I hate public spaces. I've never been to a concert because of that. Like, I despise public spaces. People drive me insane, and they're always so unpredictable that I just, I've never, I, I refuse to put myself in a situation where I'm not, I wouldn't say in control, but, like, where I don't know if I'm going to, you know, make it out okay. Like, I don't go to, like, uh, I don't go to, like, concerts i don't go to like comedy shows if it's like a big like theater i won't go to even like a broadway show if it's like a full house i'll go on like the days that nobody goes to even a movie theater i go and there's like barely any people there there's barely any people in movie theaters anyways that's so <laughs> not true yes it is it, when, nobody goes to the movies anymore i disagree i don't agree with that i go like once every other week and there's never anybody there really yeah damn well i mean that's somewhat the, the whenever like a good movie comes out, then it's usually like packed for like two weeks and then it dies again. So, yeah, I guess that's a fair, you know, that, that's fair. <laughs> um, another thing about me, um, contrary to popular belief, I procrastinate like a motherfucker. If I don't have to do something right then and there, I will not do it at all. If I don't have to, what's the point? You know, like, I'll throw I'll, I'll go play video games instead and that's typically my procrastination method is i'll go play video games even when it's like studying i'll like study for like 15 minutes or like read a page of like the the, the book or that i have to read go play video games for half an hour and then just cycle through it i, I don't know i'm weird like that and then the last fact about me you're gonna get a kick out of uh 
psychological horror movies are my bread and butter. I thrive off you of that. I love stuff. horror. I love scary movies, but specifically the ones that like melt your brain, make you like like what just happened? What did I witness? Like the Joker. Like I the, love the, the, the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. That is one of my all-time favorite movies next to like the Babadook. I love the Babadook. It's just I don't weird. think I've ever seen that one. It's it's super dumb, but it's so <laughs> it's like it's a mind fuck. It's an absolute mind fuck. But what about you? What are your... Well, fun fact number one, I'm a full psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. I believe that. You know me for probably 10 minutes and and you know that I'm a full psychopath. That's all right. (laughs) Um, I also like creepy, scary horror movies, things in general. My ideal house to live in is a all-black, like, haunted mansion-esque Ooh. type house. That's, like, my dream home. That I want to live in the dark. so nice. I love like that. Batman. <laughs> like Batman. <laughs> That's such a weird one to go for. Um, third fun fact. <laughs> bald guys freak me out. <laughs> bald guys? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You need to elaborate on this. I don't know. Bald guys freak me out. You should have hair. Where is your hair? So, like, are you afraid of, like, cancer patients? No. That's different. That's How a different that? kind of bald. That's... Well, now I just feel like an ass. Thanks. <laughs> Moving on. No, no, no. No, no. Come on. Go explain it. Come on. No, I just, like, think that bald guys are weird. Okay. Well, like, their personalities are weird or just their appearance? The appearance. It's, like, the whole bald head for me. It's shiny and... I don't know. That's so funny. I'm Especially so- when they get a sunburn and it's all peely and oh, freaky. Oh, that's gross. I've never thought about that. Um, next fun fact. I would 100% rather do things alone than wait for somebody to decide they want to go with me. I would okay. go to dinner by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I go to concerts by myself. I'll go to sporting events by myself. I just like the experience of figuring that out and I don't want to have to wait for somebody to decide yeah I'm going to that makes complete sense so like my thing is I will tell myself I'm doing something I'll buy a ticket to do it and then I'll tell somebody hey I'm gonna do this if you want to come with me that's a great way to do that you know I I struggle with that sometimes I mean uh I am a flight attendant on, on the side you know so sometimes I'll have to like go and do things by myself because that's the only option. Otherwise, I'm gonna sit in a hotel room for hours, and that's boring. Yeah, Who wants that's to fair. do that. So like I have to get into that, but I don't do that. I will just I'll ask people, "Hey, do you want to go?" And then when they turn me down, then I'll go and make my own plan. Uh, but sometimes I'll have a set plan in mind. I'm like, "I'm doing this. If you come, great." But most of the time, I like wait for them to tell me what to do. Yeah, I just don't wait. I don't have time for that. Fair enough. And my last fun fact is that I am absolutely terrified of getting in trouble. I hate upsetting people. I hate doing things wrong. Like, I just, like, get so much anxiety that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. They're mad at me. Like, now they hate me. Now I'm no longer the gold star. That's actually – I don't see that. Like (laughs) – I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense because you are definitely a people pleaser. Yes. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't see you 
like going above and beyond to make sure that they're always happy. Like I, I totally see that if, if, if it happens, it happens and you'd be like, oh, well, who gives a shit? You know what well, I mean? speaking of things that you don't see from me, yeah, I want to talk about the wildest thing that you've ever done that's out of character for the way that people see you. Okay. So mine, <laughs> Uh-oh. I guess another thing people should know about me is that I'm divorced. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. <laughs> so one time I was very drunk and I was crying. <laughs> do you do that often? Do you cry when you're drunk? Are you are you one of those? Um, I wouldn't say often, okay. but it happens. Okay. Um, and I couldn't even tell you what upset me. I do not know what happened. Yeah. All I know is that I was crying. I was in my truck and I was looking for something to blow my nose and I grabbed <laughs> Uh-oh. My stack of divorce papers and blew my nose in them and threw <laughs> them out the window. <laughs> Honestly, same. I would do that. I I would one hundred percent do that. I don't I don't see that that out of character for you. I mean, that is slightly out of character that you're like crying. <laughs> but if you didn't know me, yeah, the way people perceive me is much different than people that know. Yeah, me. you're. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. So what's yours? For me. Uh, I mean, I mentioned earlier that I'm a flight attendant, right? Now, I'm a very, like, reserved guy. I'm not conservative, like, you know, like, um, in the sense of, like, politically, but, like, I am a conservative person, you know? I do things the old-fashioned way a lot. And one of the things for me is that I've had a date in every single 50 state except for Alaska and Hawaii. (laughs) literally all 48 states on the mainland i have had a date in now is this people that you've dated in that state like you met them there and you took them on a date or is this people that like you were flight attendant with or that were on the plane like explain so it's 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 kind of like um a a mix of everything you know like for me um i'm looking for a wife Right, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find a wife. Wifey for lifey. What did you just say? Wifey for lifey. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Wifey for lifey. One- Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you tried. Clearly, didn't work. <laughs> but I mean, I digress. Yeah, I'm looking for a wife, and how I find people most of the time is like in person, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, on the planes, uh, I'll get, like, passengers who will flirt with me uh, whenever I'm in whatever location I'm in. Because, I, again, I told you, I go out. I, I like to do things. I'm not really big on, like, the club scene or anything like that. But I, I find fun things to do in whatever area I'm in. And then, you know, they'll, I'll, I'll approach somebody and, like, ask them out or something. It's not always, like, I've dated a person. But, like, we've gone on a date. Like, I'll take them out to dinner. We'll go to, like, uh, you know, putt-putt golf or, you know, something like that. Some sort of an activity. Like a day date. You have gone on way more dates than I have. Probably. Probably. That's a lot of dates. Yeah, but, I mean. That's a lot of dates. (laughs) What do you want me to do? I'm trying to find a wife. Oh, my gosh. Look, I am super picky. I'm super-duper picky. Like, it's, it's not funny how many boxes you have to check with me yeah but dating is hard 
it is hard. And why do you think that most of the time they don't get past the date? Most of the time, it's really just something to do while I'm in a city that is foreign to me. There. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm going. Yes, I had the intention. Like, I don't like to waste my time, so to speak, in the sense of I don't go and take somebody out, you know, if I don't see potential there. But at the same time, I know that I'm just traveling and that it's probably not very likely that something's going to come of it. But if there was that one that actually made it seem worth it, I would. So would you have moved your whole life then just for that one date? Oh, absolutely. If it was, well, it wouldn't be after the first date. It would be like, I would follow up. I would make sure that I flew back there repeatedly to see that it going somewhere and if it did i would 100 percent move 100 percent. huh I mean, is that weird i mean not weird per se but okay. not something i would do i mean we are different i guess <laughs> but like to say the least <laughs> i mean but like i mean I, it's different for guys and for girls i mean we what last month we did that whole dating app thing we yeah. challenged each other on like dating apps and we downloaded, I think we both downloaded two. I think it was what? Hinge, Hinge and Bumble. Bumble. On what? What did you, how many likes did you get on Hinge? And in the span of the, the week that we did this. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yes, we do. On both Hinge and Bumble, you got over 800 likes. It was more than that. <laughs> <laughs> more than that. Okay, but the, okay, but you know how they say there's plenty of fish in the sea. Well, let me tell you, there wasn't very many good candidates, okay? Okay, well, at least you had all those candidates. Do you know how many I had, Maddie? Take, take a wild guess versus your 800 plus each app. How much I got on just one? I don't know. Take a guess. I can't. Take a guess. You had to have at least gotten 200. No. (laughs) I had five likes on Bumble and three on Hinge. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) Clearly. Didn't I help you with your profile? I don't remember. I mean, we talked about it, but I don't think we actually did. Because all the photos that were on there are like... Aged. Not not fully aged. They're within the, like the last year, year and a half, uh, maybe even two years. But I, I I don't know. I just I don't know what to put on dating apps. I'm a very I'm not I'm not socially awkward, but like I'm awkward with that kind of stuff. I feel like I'm socially awkward. Well, so socially awkward. Like I like to meet people in person because that's where like my confidence shines behind a phone and behind like a text. Okay, but where really are you that. meeting in person? Because literally, like, if I had to pick a place that I would genuinely meet a guy that I would date in person, it would be at the church or at the gym. I don't want to meet you at a bar. Sorry. One, I can't hear what you're saying. Okay. So leave me alone. Two, you're probably wasted, and I really don't need that. Okay. Well, let me. Okay. Let me tell you about this one girl. Now, this girl, honest to God, I I chased after this girl for, like, two, three months before she actually, like, went on a date with me. Where I met her, I actually was at my accountant's office. She, <laughs> she was his assistant. She's my accountant's assistant. Good. But this girl was astronomically beautiful. Like, one of the most beautiful specimens of human I've ever seen. not chris laughing at you (laughs) i mean it's true she was gorgeous drop dead gorgeous she i I even remember exactly what she was wearing the day that i met her 
Uh, or at least. So what happened to her? <laughs> um. So. <laughs> long story short. Long story short. And I'm going to kind of just. This is basically how I've been telling myself this is okay. Because, I mean, we went on a date. And it went amazing. We, we had a wonderful date. Amazing for you or amazing for both of you? Um, from, from her perspective, she told me that it was amazing too. Because my first date where I got my shoes burnt in the fire, I thought that was an amazing date. <laughs> and he clearly did not think the same. Well, like, she, she told me that it was like the best date she'd ever been on. But then why it was so weird was because right after she had said that, she broke out in tears. And I was so confused. She broke out in tears. She's crying. And, you know, she told me that she didn't really see a potential future as of yet of me as her husband and that she would want to maybe just be friends. And I said, that's totally fine. I mean, it's our first date. Yeah. But again, remember, I'm, I'm, I'm Lebanese. I'm Arabic. I'm also Muslim. I mean, technically under Islam, I'm not supposed to be dating around. But, like, I, I'm... That's one of the things that I don't do old school. I'd rather get to know somebody and, and date than, you know, than sit there and, you know, meet them once and then go through their parents. I find that super weird and super awkward. But mm-hmm. um, she, you know, she she's also a Muslim and everything. And she was uh, amazing uh, again. But for her, it was basically that it was making her have thoughts that just weren't islamic thoughts you know essentially in other words she's basically saying that i turned her on too damn much I was too damn sexy <laughs> for her. At, at least that's what i'm telling myself i'm telling myself that's, that that's, telling myself. that's how i'm coping with the fact that you know that it didn't happen because i again i chased after this girl forever and then out of nowhere i felt like i was being played like a game boy advance you know like <laughs> Uh, it was back and forth. You know, she tell, she told me that. And then, you know, a couple of days later, we go for a walk and she held my hand um, at her own prerogative. Like, I didn't grab her hand. She grabbed mine and everything. And she was, the way this girl made me feel was something I hadn't felt either ever or in a very long time, you know. So I remember breaking down. Like, I was destroyed when she broke it off. Um, and when she told me what she had told me with it being that, you know, I, I, she didn't have, you know, Islamic thoughts around me. I mean, it it really hurt, but again, the only way that I can see myself coping with the situation was to tell myself that I was just too damn sexy. (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes. (laughs) I mean, like, what about you? What's dating like for you, Ben? I mean, you're what, 27, right? I'm 28. 28. I had to think about that for a second. (laughs) Um, I'm 28. I got divorced when I was 25. Okay. So I'm, 20, I'm turning 25 in like a week. I had not dated previously because yeah. I had been with my ex since I was 18. Right. So dating has been super weird. Okay. Um, and I like didn't know what to do. Okay. Obviously, like the first year after my divorce, I wanted nothing to do with anybody anyways. Yeah. But like now it's been almost three years. Okay. Um, so it's like okay, what do we do now? And I'm like, on these apps, I first downloaded Tinder. That was a big mistake. Tinder yeah, is like terrible. Tinder's, yeah, facts. I, I mean, I remember... Tinder's disgusting, actually. I remember Tinder came around when I was still too young to know what Tinder was. 
and my uncle. Oh, you're such a baby. <laughs> I was on a road trip. Actually, somebody told me yesterday that they made a Tinder for like 14 to 18 or something. What? 17, 17. Like early on. It was oh, like okay. a they thing. They made their, themselves a Tinder. No, it was like a it was like an age a specific age range for this like it's like baby Tinder. That's so fucking child crazy. Tinder. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's so. Creepy. Literally yesterday, I heard about it. That's so creepy. And people used to like switch their age on Facebook so that they could be in the actual Tinder. That's so because you had to be eighteen to be on Tinder. Yeah, that I know and. That's the that's the thing. Like, I was on a road trip. When I found out about what Tinder was, I was on a road trip to Montreal, and my uncle, I was sitting in, the like, the back, back, back seat. Um, you know how, like, some cars, there's, like, the two front seats, and then there's the middle one, and then there's some in the back? Yeah. Yeah. So I was all the way in the back, back. My uncle was sitting right there in front of me, and he was on his phone, and he was kind of hiding what his phone was. And I could <laughs> see it through the glass that it was, like, he was, like, swiping left and right. I was like, what is that? And he goes, don't worry about it. And I later find out that it was Tinder. And My favorite was when you found people, like, in class, in college, just swiping on Tinder. And I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> like, so please stop. <laughs> Tinder was such a, it, it's such a creepy thing. And it's also so outdated. I mean, I feel like Tinder is where you go to, like, it's like the Craigslist of dating apps. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's disgusting. <laughs> like, that's what I, that's all, all Tinder is, is, like, people with OnlyFans pages promoting their OnlyFans page or creepos. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I got nothing for that. That's, that's, you know. Tinder is Tinder. Hinge is, I think, my favorite app out of the three. Really? If you were looking at Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, I would say Hinge is my favorite. Specifically because on Bumble, the girls have to make the first move. I hate that. And I don't mind making the first move, don't get me wrong. But, like, I also would like to hear from you. Well, like. And I don't go on it enough to, like. It's gone in 24 hours. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't I play mean, with I mean, I agree with you. Though, like, the idea of, like, what Hinge does is a lot better than what Bumble is. But I find Bumble a lot of a better app because the people there are more of, like, a relationship quality. I find, again, Hinge is, like, super unhinged. Like, hook no, Yeah, like, no pun intended with the unhinged thing. But, like, it's, it really is. That's what I find Hinge to be. Yeah. It's just crazy. And I, people. yeah, I think it's hard, too, because it's, like, I also want nothing to do with, like, going on these apps to find hookups. Like, I also want to date somebody and, like, figure it, figure out. it out. But, like, I also do believe that everybody needs to go through a hoe phase. So, if that's how you're doing it, I'll, you know, you go and do your thing. All power to you. But also, like, I put on my profile that my, like, relationship or whatever is that I'm looking for a long-term relationship. As you should. I mean, what's the point? I don't – I've never understood why people actually date around, like – do you do you get it? Because to me, it makes no sense. Whatsoever. What do you mean by date around? Like, I don't understand the concept of dating outside of the idea that I have the intent with a person to eventually have a future. So with you're them. like a one at a time kind of guy. Kind of like I don't mind having like talking to multiple people, but I wouldn't. That's dating around. No, but like what I mean is like, is it not dating around? Like it's what dating I, around. What, what I mean by, like, dating around is more like, you know, short-term relationships. You know what I mean? Like, they just go into it for the fun of it and not actually, like, wanting to have a future with this person. That's what I mean by, like, dating around. I guess, but, Because like, a lot of people do that, especially men. Especially men. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. 
I'd rather just find a like one person and just focus all my en- energy and efforts on that one person. Because like for me, the type of guy that I am, I I go all out on on relationships, all out. You're not a fuck boy. Yeah, I I will give you one hundred and ten percent. If I if if I see something at at like the store, even if it's the grocery store, and let's say like it's a packet of strawberries, and I know strawberries are your favorite, and it makes me think of you, I'm gonna buy that packet of strawberries and bring it to you. <laughs> like I'm that guy, I'm that dumbass that will spend money on you because I was thinking of you. But how early on in the relationship are you doing this? Because like there is like a fine line where that might be like too much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 100%. You don't want to come off too strong. And I typically don't do that really, really. I will do it within like the first, like maybe like three months. Like I won't do okay. it. Yeah. Like maybe like three months in, I'll start doing that. Within the first three months, it's more so about talking to you every day. I will, I will talk to you daily as often as you want me to. Like I will always send a good morning and a good night at the I'm a terrible texter. Yeah, I'm a terrible texter. You really are. Every time I tell you to text me when you get home, you forget. <laughs> I either this forget or I don't go home. That too, but still, you got to tell me. Like, you, you make me worry sometimes, and it drives me fucking nuts. It's like, Maddie, are you home? Are you where, where are you? If you're at some dude's house or you're at your girlfriend's house, fine. But tell me you got there safe. Half the time, I'm like, oh, she probably got kidnapped. Yeah, I couldn't get kidnapped. I'm too scrappy. Fair. That's fair. They'd end up dead. Yeah. I don't know. But, like. <laughs> but I'm a terrible texter. Yeah. So, I just, maybe that's something I need to work on. But I don't answer anybody. I, like, what I do. That's why I keep my red receipts on, though. Yeah. No, I do love that you do that. Most girls don't do that. And it drives me crazy. I love that you had them on. So that, like, especially if I'm, like, sending you something about, like, work. Uh, and and you look great and if you don't or like i'll text you like hey what do you want for dinner uh sometimes because you know like whenever we're here and we're working i'll, I'll like to buy you dinner or something because i i'm that guy <laughs> <laughs> and you don't answer and you'll i'll see you read it this is the thing that you do that drives me nuts because <laughs> you have the read receipts she'll read texts guys she will literally read a text like, as soon as you send it, she'd literally just be sending in your text messages, read the text, close her phone, and then an hour later, open up her phone and then respond. Why do you do that? Like, why I don't know. It? I cannot explain my logic. Like, why do you I don't read know that the I, text? I don't know that I actually read it or if it, my phone was just open. But then why do you leave your phone open on somebody's text? Like, that's What do so I easy. have to hide? It's not about that, like, about hiding something. But, like, isn't that, you know you have read receipts. You you come across somebody who's like a wackadoo and they see that you're doing that shit, they're probably going to go ape shit on you. Like, why are you reading my text and not responding right away? <gasps> you know? Whatever. I don't care. I'll deal with that when I come to, <laughs> when it crosses the bridge. I don't know. I, I also like hate the apps because I'm so bad at texting that I'm even worse at messaging, messaging back, back on the apps. Yeah. And also some of the craziest messages people send on there yeah like my roommate the other night she was on her hinge and she goes dude somebody just messaged me and said you look like you would really enjoy my infrared sauna i'm sorry sir what does that even mean the fuck is an infrared sauna it's like the red light saunas 
But, like, are you trying to put her in the oven and bake her? Like, what the frick is going on? Like a nice loaf of bread. <laughs> and then I, me and Lexi, my friend Lexi, were on Hinge last night because I re-downloaded it last yeah. night. And we show she checked hers, too. And we both had, like, 50-plus likes on our thing. And we both went through. And there were so many of the same guys that liked her and I, which is hilarious. Well, I mean. And mind a- you, of those 100-plus people, neither of us matched with any of them. Well, okay, but you see, this is, this is, again, this is the difference between girls and experiences and guys. Like, I'm not an unattractive guy, you know? <laughs> so, it's not a... Wow, way to be real confident in well, yourself. It's, it's not that. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that, like, obviously, like, I'm not, like, Ryan Reynolds quality. Uh, that's obvious. You Ryan know? Reynolds pulled Blake Lively. He is untouchable. That mean, Tom Holland pulled Zendaya. Yeah, that's fair. How? I mean, Spider Man, baby. Facts, but he also looks like a frog, like an adorable <laughs> little frog, especially when he does that, like, thing, you know, with his mouth. It's just, I don't know. But I, all I know is that, like, I'm not an ugly guy. So I know that when it comes to dating apps, it's not that. It has to do with probably, like, what I have on my profile almost 100% because I don't get any of the traction that you get. And most of my guy friends, don't get that kind of traction unless they look like like Liam's Hem- Liam Hemsworth or some shit, you know? Well, but how many how many dates have you gone on based on your matches on Hinge or Bumble? Three. I've probably gone in on... In my entire life, three. Well, same. But I've probably gone on the same amount. Yeah. I think but, I went on but, three but Hinge like, dates, like, in the past four months. Well, you know, like, guys are always talking about, like, how, you know, guys are always the alpha males. The alpha males. You know, the big- Sit down. I'm the alpha. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> well, well, like, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, to me, the reality is, is that women have all of the power in, like, the relationship. Because you guys have the choice. You guys pick the male. The male doesn't pick the woman. We're going to sit there, you know, like, whenever, like, we're, when it comes to dating, like, a guy is going to go and ask whichever girl he sees in the bar, for example, or on the dating app. He's going to swipe to a bunch of them. You're the one with the 100,000 likes. He's the one with, like, the 10, 15, you know. You're the one picking him. He's not picking you. He has interest in you, and he would like it to work, but ultimately, it's up to you, not up to him, you know? Eh, I don't know if I agree with that. It's, it's it, most of the time, that's how it works. You can ask majority of guys. That's kind of how it works. We can't, like, unless, again, they look like, you know, Liam Hemsworth or something, you're the one picking, not the guy. I don't know. I think I disagree with that because name, I feel name like. Name one guy that you've, like, gone out with that he was the one who picked you without you showing interest in him. Interest in him. Like, right from the get-go said, you and me, were dating, whether you said yes or no. Name one. I am not going to name names. <laughs> you don't have to name an actual name, but give me, give me a story. I want to see if this actually happens. You know the story. Which one? <laughs> I, I don't know which one. Pineapple. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pineapple. Okay. Oh, God. Right, moving on. Moving on. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding out after this. I need to know. Now I'm sweating. <laughs> oh. You know exactly who I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yes, yes. Now I get it. Now I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But that's different. That's different. 
Is it though? Yes. Because like that's one where again you're like one hundred percent gung ho showing all, like all the interest. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like the the majority of the time. Are you dating a guy that asks you out, or are you asking the guy out first? Like who's the making guy is always asking me out. So that's the guy. Actually, except for with Cowboy. I'm actually the one that asked Cowboy out the first time. Okay. So that's. And that ended with my shoes in the fire. So I went home in socks. So that's that's the story you were talking about earlier. Right? Yeah. Oh, where were you? Okay. Where you thought that that was like a great date? Yeah. I thought it was wonderful. Okay. I had the best time. I didn't even care that I lost a pair of shoes. That's fair. So, okay. So just level with me here. What you're saying is is that. You've only asked one guy out, uh, you know, that you can remember. But the majority of the guys are asking you out first. See how you're the one making the choice. They ask you out, and you say oh yes Oh, my God. No. Stop putting so much power in my hands. It's not me putting power in your hands. It's just the way the world seems to function. And that's, I mean, that's cool and all, but, like, that's why I think dating apps are different for guys because the reality But on Bumble, is, the girl has to make the first move. Yeah, and 90% of the time, they'll match with you, like, the majority of my matches on Bumble, I only got one who actually messaged me. Messaged yeah, I don't me. message a lot. Out of the five, only one messaged me that I got. None of them, all, all of it. I don't know. I just get a big ick from, like, the dating apps. Like, I don't want yeah. to meet you on a dating app, but I'm desperate, so I do it anyways. Okay, well, like, what about when you do get those dates? Like, what, like... What are some of your experiences on those dates? Like, are they good dates? Are they bad dates? Like, how are the the people that you go on dates with that you meet on the dating apps? Because I've only gone on one, and it was horrible. I have really not had a bad experience from a Hinge date. Okay. Um, like, I, I have it. I have it. Yeah, no, none of my experiences were bad. I've never, I haven't been murdered or anything, so that was cool. Is that the bar that we're um, setting at? I mean, basically. No, you need you're to meeting, so I literally, when I went, so Cowboy was technically a Hinge date. Okay. We initially met on Hinge and then connected on other apps. But, like, um, but so when I went to meet him, I met him in a city I've never been to, at a bar, like a dive bar that I've never heard of. At 11 p.m. at night, like, I was like, I texted my friend B-Walk. I was like, listen, I'm going to need you to make sure you check my location in a few. <laughs> Just check in on me. And I was like, this is what I'm doing. I was like, I'm going to meet a man I don't know at a bar I've never been to in a city I've never heard of. <laughs> and he was like, are you kidding right now? And I was like, no. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, whatever, it'll be fine. And I had a great time. But um, besides Jesus the point. Christ. I mean, like, what are you going to do? I'm not going to go to a bar in Royal Oak because I've worked at every single bar in Royal Oak as a bartender. Yeah. So I know everybody there, and I don't need people in my business. I mean, that's fair. I am I am pretty private when it comes to, like, these kinds of things. I don't like people to be all up in my, my ish. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I have had such bad experiences all around that I can't really say that the ones that I meet in person are any better than the ones that I meet on dating apps, but I can say that the people I meet on dating apps are much more wackadoo. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're meeting somebody in person, though, that's, like, already further than your first date 
with somebody on Hinge because you've already met them in person. Like that's you're fair. not going you're not into going anything in, blind. Yeah. I haven't been catfished either, so that's been cool. I have. Really? Yeah. By who? Um, there was this one girl years back. Years back. I'm not going to name names. Um, <laughs> that's she, why we have code names. <laughs> yeah, but like. I all the code name that I have for her is oblivious. It, it it's not oblivious. It's obvious. Mm. Like she, if if That's she were to watch, yeah, for. yeah, I knew. But <laughs> <laughs> she's she's if she were to watch the show, she'd know exactly that it was her. And I don't want to offend her because we dated for nine months. We we after you found out you were catfished, you dated her for nine months. Yeah, because to me, appearance isn't one hundred percent of everything you know like if you're not like let's say you you make yourself look like you're like a solid eight and then you turn out to be like a six that's not that big of a deal you know what i mean but if you're completely yes it is no because as a photographer as a photographer photos can always be taken even if they're not intended to be like catfishy they can always appear to make you look more attractive than you actually are you know, that's what we call a photogenic person. Sometimes people look so much better in a photo than they do in Also, person. some people just use way too many filters. That too. I hate, I hate, that's actually, we'll, we'll get into this later, but that is. <laughs> One such, of the red flags or icks. Such an ick. If you, if you use filters. Bleh, I use filters all the time. I know. And it, bleh, I'm disgusting. You are. Absolutely <laughs> nasty. Horrid. I don't look pretty without a filter. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. 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 And this is exactly why I say I'm like an all right looking guy because of shit like that. Because if you are like here, then I'm right here. Like if you're here, I'm here. If that's how you want to play that game. Whatever. Like fuck off with that. <laughs> I don't look good without a filter. Like stop. It's bullshit. I'm offended. <laughs> How are you offended? I'm not actually. Get out of your own feelings. Oh, man. But, no, like, so this girl, we had dated for nine months. And like I said, appearance isn't everything for me. It's also about the personality. It's about the connection. It's about whether or not we have fun together. And we met on Bumble. We did. We met on Bumble. And it was all going great, but I... I ultimately had to end it because it was just too much. It was, it was too much for me to like comprehend, which I don't know. I have an issue, y'all. I have an absolute issue. You do. With, when it comes to dating. I, I really do. Um, You're too serious. It's not that I'm. Maybe I'm not serious enough. I think it's I a mix. Know. I think it's I'm I I think you need to be a little bit more serious and I need to be a little less. Ugh, I just don't like to waste my time. Well, I think you not taking it seriously is a waste of your time. You're not you're not finding a good enough candidate for yourself. Or you'll like find somebody good and then you'll always find something wrong with them. Always. 100% of the time that you've told me about a guy that you've been with, you've found a problem. Yeah. And it could be like the smallest fucking thing, like his he's bald. <laughs> I've never dated a bald guy. Do not even put that on my on my roster. I have not. <laughs> Bye. I know. I know. That's why I said it. And I'm so sorry for bald guys out there. Like, I don't mean to offend nobody. <laughs> well, like, okay. Well, what about you? Like, how, like, 
How far would you go to help a friend get get laid or like get into a relationship? I wouldn't. Like, That's not my problem. Really? Really. You I'm sorry. I just could not. I'm freaking 28 years old. If you can't figure it out on your own. Really? And you need my help to get a guy for you. Uh-uh. Well, like, so you don't, you wouldn't, like, uh, be a wing woman for somebody, like, talk up one of your girlfriends or, like, one of your guy friends to another girl, like, because girls make the best wing women sometimes. I know? just, like, like, I mean, I'll mention something maybe, but, like, one of my biggest pet peeves is when a guy will come up to you at the bar mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, my friend thinks you're hot. Like, well, your friend doesn't have any balls because he couldn't do it himself. That's actually very valid. I never thought of it like that. Yes. Like, that's so valid. I'm like, well, your friend is now the ugliest person at this bar because he's a little bitch. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, for me, it depends. Like, I won't go I, – I will, like, talk him up if I need to. Or, like, let's say, like, he's already got a girl and then she's calling and asking where he's at. I'm not going to, like, all out lie on his behalf because loyalty is, like, the most important thing to me. Like, if if, if I know that this dude's cheating, I'm not going to help him. Right. But if he's just, like, actually, like, this is something that I feel happens in a lot of things. Like, if a guy just needs some alone time and they're too much of a bitch to communicate with their with their girlfriend that, like, sometimes she needs to just give him some space yeah. to be alone, I will jump in and I'll bullshit for him and, like, if she calls, if like she calls me or texts me, like, "Hey, is he with you?" I'll be like, "Yeah," like even though he's not. Like, you do that? I would. That is a cardinal sin. I only if it's like again, like I know where he is and I know what he's doing. No. Really? Really? So like, that is so bad. But another thing that I would do, uh, and I did this, I did this, and this is probably the one thing that I regret more than anything I've ever done for anyone in my entire life. Oh, big regrets. Yeah. All the I, letters. <laughs> I went, so I used to work for a, a local radio station here in Detroit. And we always throw like uh, Valentine's Day parties. This was literally just before, it was the year of COVID, but it was, the, you know how like COVID came out in March of 2021? Yeah. yeah, this was like, uh, this was like. Well, Valentine's February. Day, yeah, so Valentine's February. <laughs> but, but it wasn't directly on Valentine's Day. I think it was like uh, I think it was like the twelfth, or like two days before Valentine's Day, or like two days after, or something like that. And we were having a party in Toledo, uh, at a hotel in Toledo. And my buddy wanted to come with me because it was a singles mixer, and he's like, "Hey, can I come?" I said, "Absolutely." And you know, we went halfsies on the room, but by halfsies, I only made him pay, pay like quarter of it and some gas because he's a college student and he wasn't working whereas I was you know I was making money I I was fine I could pay for it myself I didn't need him to go so I I let him pay for a small bit of it and I didn't sleep in that room at all except for like maybe an hour and that was the worst hour I've ever spent anywhere I would rather sit in a public toilet with a man having diarrhea (laughs) than have to have gone through what I had to go through during this Please elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) He met this girl, and she was very, very attractive to him. And he was like, please let me have the room. Please. And I said, okay, I'll give you a couple hours. In this couple hours, um, one of the guests at our party was, like, breaking up. She was all out, like, full-on drunk and breaking down. And my my EP, uh, my EP Rachel at the time, she was like, hey, can you go – 
get her settled in, like go make sure she gets a hotel room and get her the, the hotel room and everything and, you know, make sure that she doesn't hurt herself or anything. So I said, okay. So I go, I do that, and this girl sexually, like, assaults me. Like, she literally stripped down, like, buck-ass nude and jumped me. And I ran out so fast because at the time I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend at the time, and I've I was, like, Already skeptical about even going in the room, but I went in anyways because I was just making sure that she was okay and everything. Um, she started throwing up in the toilet, um, and I like went and held her hair while she threw up a little bit. Wow, you're so nice. I would have walked right out of that bitch. Well, that was I'd be like, all right, you're good. See ya. <laughs> that was right before she like jumped me. When once she did, it, like I bolted. Turns out though that my hotel room was next door to hers. Cute. So I had to sit out there because my buddy was too busy getting it on in the room. <laughs> yeah. I sat out there for about an hour, and then the girl that he was in there with, her friend came along looking for her. Um, so she sat out there with me, um, uh, waited outside the fucking hotel room for them to finish up. They never finished. After about two hours of waiting, it's now like three in the morning, the girl says, you know what, fuck it, she's going to stay the night, and she left. And I said, you know what, at that point, I was also pretty sick and tired of this shit, so I walked in the room, and I, I went to bed. They weren't even having sex at the time. They, they stopped. They were just cuddling. I go to sleep. Oh, my God. And I start again. Cute. And again. And again, and to the point where I actually had to pee. It was like six in the morning and I had to piss so bad. I hadn't fallen asleep the whole time. I had like the pillow like covering my face, covering my ears, and I was like burying myself. And then I had to pee really, really bad. Like I almost peed myself. Um, So at one point, I actually stood up and went to the bathroom. This girl was literally riding my guy, like straight up riding him on top of him, you know, Full-on cowgirling it up. Mm -hmm. She turns her head, watches me walk past her, and just keeps going. She didn't stop. She just looked me dead in the eye as I'm going to the bathroom, just following me, following me, following me. And then she went and orgasmed. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am so uncomfy. (laughs) How do you think I felt? How do you think I felt it was the most uncomfortable moment of my life. And then as we were driving home from, you know, Toledo that that next morning, he told me he didn't even get off. Not once. So you wasted a perfectly long good night of my sleep to not even get off with this girl. Wow. Asshole. Yeah, that's rude. So mean. (laughs) Like, if you weren't going to nut, let me at least tell her to go home so I can go to sleep. Shit. Right? right? I'm dead. That is, that's, that's something else. One of my ex. That's one of my exes. I will not ever let, I, w- I won't do that ever again. If a buddy of mine asks me, that's like, a, no, fucking go pay for your own hotel room. Go do it yourself. I'm not letting you anywhere near anything where... I'm involved. Oh, my God. Because, holy shit, you know? What is your biggest ick? My biggest? Um, hold on. <laughs> Brother, do you want me? Uh, my biggest ick? Um, let me see. 
Uh, my biggest ick is a girl who's like insecure and cannot communicate. Mm. That is my biggest ick. I hate insecure women. I understand insecurities. I have some myself. But like if insecurity is your entire personality, get the fuck out. <laughs> like literally, literally Davide from Love Island. You are a liar. You are a liar. Go the fuck out. <laughs> Like, oh get out of my, my life. Gosh. If you cannot, if you cannot 100% be confident in your abilities to be a woman and, like, you're attractive and, and all that. Or, like, every little thing you have to question me, like, if I'm, what am I doing on Instagram? Stop being so insecure. Don't do it. Okay, maybe that's not her being insecure because one of my ex is guys that are glued to their phones. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys. Because I have been on dates before where they literally do not look up from their phone. And I'm like, I'm going to go. See, that's different. For me, I don't touch. If we're on a date, I don't touch my phone. Uh, I will not touch my phone. It'll be in my pocket or it'll be sitting on the table face up. Yeah. I, I'm also the type of guy that if I'm in a relationship, I'm giving you my password. I'll put you on my face ID and I'm going to give you my password if that's what you want. But if you ask for me, if you ask that for me, if I don't just give that to you, that's an ick. If you ask me for my password or to add you to my face ID, that's an ick. That's you not trusting me. And that's I fair. don't like that shit. You should trust that I'm not doing anything unless I give you a reason not to trust Yeah, me. that's my thing. It's like I'll trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. Like I don't know you well enough to say that I don't trust you most yeah. of the time. Yeah. It's like I just met you. We've been on one date. Yeah. How am I supposed to trust you or not trust you? Yeah. I'm like, but I'm one of the people that has faith in humanity for Same. whatever freaking reason because the Same. world we live in is shit. But facts. <laughs> but I still will trust you until you give me some type of reason to not trust you. I'm like, there's like 19 people that have my location at all times. Like, I don't really care. I don't have your location. Which is kind of shocking. Yeah. Didn't I give it to you once? No, oh, you, you just call it. me. You call me and you like, like whenever you're like walking, like, like you did last night, you call me when you're like walking downtown Detroit alone, you'll, you'll call me yeah. so that I'm always there with you and you have somebody on the phone or when you're driving at night and it's like one or two in the morning, you'll call me. You do that, but you've never shared your location with me. Huh? That's bullshit. Maybe because I lied to you one time. You did lie to me and one time. you know time. why that still hurts me? Why? Because I'm like, I I lied to him. I hate lying. I know, but I'm not mad that you lied to me because you lied to me for a good cause. <laughs> you lied to me for a good cause. Okay, we'll go with that. Like, at least in my eyes, I don't think it's lying. I mean, you're not, I, I'm not entitled to know where you are. I'm just one of your best friends. I, it's, it's fine. You go do whatever the fuck you want to do whenever you want to do it. But And if, I will. But, like, at the same time, I mean, if I ask you if you're home, just tell me yes or no. You don't have to go all out and be like, uh, yeah, I'd be at some guy's house. Because God forbid something did happen. I did, did say, yeah, I was home. And that's why I felt bad. Yeah, I know. I was like, bullshit. I wasn't at home. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Uh, but anyways. What about you? What's your biggest ick? Um, one of my biggest icks is guys that can't carry on a conversation. Like, when I feel like I'm the only person talking, I then feel like I'm annoying and I should probably shut up. But then when I shut up, they don't say anything. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I just like the sound of my own voice. I know that. 
for a sec. I have ADHD, so like I. You never stop talking. Yeah, but like, not. That's not <laughs> facts. Damn, that kind of hurt. Well, it wasn't a bad thing. I was just acknowledging a fact. I mean, you're not wrong. But, but like, yeah, I have a lot of like, um, superficial icks. Like, what do you mean? Like physical icks. Okay, like bald men. Well, that's not, um, well, we already established bad teeth. Okay. Guys that have bad style. Shoes is a big thing for me. I'm a sneakerhead, and if you are out here wearing some nasty ass Vans, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't come up to me. She's not fucking joking, y'all. I, when when it came to like uh, doing the photo shoot for for this show, she literally was like, "No, no." And we went and we hunted for these fucking Jordans. <laughs> we hunted for them. We went to three different malls and like six different Nike stores to find a good pair of shoes that work with most of my outfits. And even still, we're working on completely redoing my wardrobe because I have shitty style. Well, listen, I'm just trying to help a brother out. <laughs> Which I appreciate. I appreciate because I like I like to look nice, but 90% of the time I feel so lazy in the morning. Like when I'm when I It's not even about looking nice. Like you can make a comfy outfit still look stylish. Well, like, okay, when I was flying, when I was still active flying, you know, every single day, I had to look nice all the That's time. Fair. I had to. So now that I like in that like slumming period, I'm like just I'm straight up slumming it out because when I know that I get back to flying, I'm gonna have to be all dolled up all the time. I'm gonna I I used to literally carry like this like rosy lip like uh, Vaseline container for like uh, chapstick, and I had to apply it every hour. Like that's how often like I like you have to be in pristine condition as a. I broke tenor. all the rules today at my corporate job. So why? Because we're supposed to wear, like, business professional outfits. What did you wear? This this half of my outfit was the same, and I wore a double XL crew neck. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> leggings are off limits even on casual days. I mean, I understand why leggings are off limits, but I think that's also so stupid. Yeah. It's, it's such a dumb rule. I was just like, you know what? I don't really care today. This is what you get. Was you, did your boss say anything, or was your boss not even there? I... No, he didn't say anything. Nobody says anything to me. I just kind of do what I want. It's because you're a very intimidating person. I'm not that intimidating. <laughs> Chris <laughs> disagrees. <laughs> he disagrees. <laughs> I'm not that intimidating. Um, other icks of mine are, so one of the two places that I would like actually like to meet a guy, I said the church and the gym. Yeah. And one of my biggest icks, though, is the way guys act in the gym. Elaborate. There are men in there that just, like, can't stop looking at themselves. They think they're God's greatest gift to this mm -hmm. earth. They're grunting all over the place. I'm like, bro, it's not that serious, and you're not that big. Chill out. That's how I am, but, like, I don't – I don't – not how I am at the gym. What I was going to say is how I am with women and how they see themselves. If I know this – like, I told you that I, I hate insecurity and I love confident women. There's a fine line between confidence and just self-absorption and self-absorption and just that fine line has, you cannot ride that line. It's yeah. either confidence or I'm all into like the physique thing and like guys doing that and whatever. And like, that's all cool. Like good for you, but like you can chill out. Yeah. You don't need to wear your tiny ass little tank top in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like, I wear a double XL t-shirt and a pair of shorts. <laughs> like, Fair enough. 
I'm like, it's not that serious. Why do people have matching gym sets that I don't understand? Well, that kind of goes into one of my icks, and that's like fishing for compliments. Yeah. Like, I hate people who fish for compliments. If I want to compliment you, ooh, sorry, I'm going to compliment you. If I don't, that's because I'm, I have nothing to compliment in that moment. Like, that doesn't mean that you're not attractive. What is your type? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't really have a type. I don't either. I don't, like, I will, for, again, for me and relationships, it's all about that connection. If we're, if we're meshing well and, 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 like, there's a lot of chemistry there, that's all I look for. Then everything from there is a bonus or a minus. So I am I have slightly things that I like about guys, though. I mean, I have things that I like about girls, too. But, like, I also have things that I don't like. Like, and I am slightly superficial in that regard. Like, I'm not – I have a very forgiving uh, a definition of unattractive. You know, I have okay. a very forgiving – Well, clearly, you just said you like sixes. Well, <laughs> hey, listen. Ha- didn't you – I think I saw, I, heard, I saw an interview once from John Cena saying that you should always go for the ugly fat girl because you know what? The pretty girls, they think they're good at sex, but the ugly fat girls have to be good at sex because it's oh the only God. way they're going to get <laughs> this I'm is, dead. It's a super fucked up way to think about it, but I mean, it kind of holds some truth because there are so many attractive women that I've been with that don't know how to kiss, don't know how to do uh. that. Don't know, you know, like speaking of the woman that doesn't know how to kiss. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I have things that like I like and I look for in a guy, though. Yeah. And like what? Well, you know, I like tall, muscular men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes with mustaches and mullets, <laughs> which I don't get. Who the? F- who likes thank you Chris thank you yes thumbs down boo who likes mullets mustaches apparently I do mustaches I completely understand some guys can rock mustaches like that guy that I sent you from TikTok the other day yeah he is like chef's kiss to you yeah to me like he was just like he doesn't have a mullet though no no he just has a mustache and, and he has, he's really strong he has <laughs> a really nice mustache i'll give him that but his quads are like boom. the size of her body literally literally i want it <laughs> i don't get it like why what is the fascinating and it's not just you i know so many women uh this might be a weird thing but like most of like my friends are females and that's just because i find i think it's because i like grew up with sisters maybe i just find female like uh companionship more fulfilling than guys because guys are very very dumb sometimes whereas all of my friends are men <laughs> yeah. like i don't know like guys i love having guy friends all of my guy friends are some of the best people i've ever met but they're so hard to find whereas women in general are just so much easier to like get along with for me like, I get along with so many girls, and I don't get along with so many guys because a lot of guys piss me off with their misogynistic bullshit. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, like, maybe I do have a type. You do. But, but I don't at the same time. You do and you don't. Like, because you'll, you'll like, like a guy and then cowboy, which makes no sense because cowboy is nothing of, like, all the guys that you like. Fair. 
<laughs> like every single thing that you like in a guy that you talk about on the daily is not him. It's not him <laughs> in the slightest. Not even close. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm into like a tight end type of man. What does that mean? Like a <laughs> Chris is like, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Like, picture any tight end in the NFL, and that's oh, my, like that's my type. End. Okay, okay. I got you. I got. You. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like oh, a guy God. with a tight ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. What are you talking about? <laughs> that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's all good. Well, what about entitlement? Do you have that? Is that like a red flag or an ick for you? Like a, a guy or a girl who like acts spoiled or like they that you you owe them anything or do you act like that? Because that's an ick of mine. Like if a girl, do I act entitled? I don't know. Do you? No. Because that's one of my icks. My ick. Like I've been on. I've been taken advantage of a lot of times in relationships because I told you I'm the guy that's gonna go out above and beyond and I'm gonna buy you things that I want to buy you whenever I want to buy you them. So are you creating an entitled little brat or? I don't know if it's me creating it because I don't do that for a while. Like uh, outside of like, you know how like people talk about like the love languages and how everyone has a love. Yeah. I don't have one. I have all five. All of them. Oh, you're needy. No. You are needy as I disagree. Fuck. No, it's not that. You I'm... all five love languages are your love languages. Yes, but not in the sense of receiving. In the other way. In the sense of giving? Yes. What's your receiving love language? My receiving love language is, is quality time. Same. If you, all I need from you is your, your attention and your time. I will go above and beyond and give you all five in return. Always. Because you want to or yes. because? Because that's the guy I am. I, I love to give you everything I got. I don't like to be. The bare minimum. I think one love language to give somebody. I prefer one. to be the bare minimum, and if you still like me, then we'll go from there. That's fair, and that's how it starts <laughs> off for me. That's how it starts off. Like I'll give you one, like whatever you tell me your love language is in the start. Like on our first date, you tell me your love language. That's the one I'm gonna focus on. Do you on. ask that? Sometimes. I feel like dating you would be. I would hate dating you. <laughs> I mean, hey. I mean, hate me, hate me because you hate me. I Anybody that gives me too much attention, I'm like, leave me alone. Bye. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to give you too much attention. Like, like for example, how I told you I text every day. Yeah. How I do it is this. Because in the past, I used to text too much. And I was absolutely going too too much. But I was young. I didn't know how to date. Now, <laughs> how I young. do it. How I do it now is, like, I'll text you good morning. Until you respond to me, I will not text you back for the rest of the day. And I, you have to ignite the conversation. I will not just randomly text you throughout. I might text you one more time throughout the middle of the day. Just do a checkup on you. And if, again, if you don't answer, the only time I'll text you again is at night and say goodnight. That's how I do it. So you are the one who's giving yourself the attention. I'm there letting you know I'm readily available to give you the attention. You have to either take it or not. You know what I mean? Sure. So I'm not giving over attention. I'm kind of just giving exactly what you demand by giving you opportunities to get that demand. Okay. Does that make sense? We'll go with that. You don't think so? We'll go with that. No, no, no. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? Go with that. No, it's okay. (laughs) I want to know. Come on. No. Fuck you. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, (sighs) do you not talk about like love languages, like like things that you look for in a relationship when you're dating somebody on your first date? On like my last three first dates, two of them 
One of them I got my shoes thrown in the fire and I went home with socks on and the other one I went to a strip club. You did do that. So I really haven't been winning the first date. I've never been to a strip club and I don't know if I ever plan on it. Like I don't see the appeal. I'm not winning the first date category. That's for, for sure. Most of my first dates are like, I hate dinner. I hate doing dinner as a first date. I'm going to just preface this with that. I hate it. But I've done dinners. Um, but most of the time what I like to do is like axe throwing or like putt-putt golf or like I don't do the movies Activities. either. Activities. Activities. Find something to do. Uh, I now went that to it's, a hockey game on a first date once. I have, I have as well. A Red Wings game. When uh, Tyler Bertuzzi uh, basically lost us the game because he doesn't know how to pass the puck. Whoa, chill on Bertuzzi, dog. I love Bertuzzi, but damn, he pissed me off that day because it was also my birthday. And it was the game. That we, like, That's your fault for going to a Red Wings game when they suck. You're asking for a loss. What do you mean? What do you, what do you want me to do? Like They're doing great right now, though. I know they are. They, I'm so proud of I'm so proud of Detroit sports right now. Like, oh, we're not oh, getting into this. Are going off, eh, but I mean a lot better than they've been. <laughs> but my God, uh, I mean. But anyways, like, okay, back to like the 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 dinner thing, right? This kind of ties into like the next thing I want to talk about, and that's like how young is too young for you to date somebody, right? And this girl. Mind you, I'm turning 25 uh, in November uh, 18th. You're just a baby. Yeah, like, what, what, what day is it today? The 6th? I'm literally turning 25 in 12 days. And, woo, I'm an old fart. Yay. <laughs> Talk uh, to me. I'm closer to 30 at this point. Listen, this, this girl was 20, 20, 20. She wasn't even legally allowed to drink. Oh. Yeah. We don't love that. We, like... I don't drink. I'm not I'm not a drinker. I really don't like alcohol. It's not that good to me. I I'm, love alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I used to bartend. And I bartended for eleven years. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I loved bartending. Bartending was like so much fun. I mix drink and I'm amazing at it. Like I make some of the best drinks you'll That's ever have. That's what every bartender says. Except I actually have <laughs> I actually have proof. I mean, the Henry Ford Museum uses one of my recipes that I created. Your hot cocoa? Yeah. I love that for you. Like I I have world renowned drinks. So I would like to say, you know, I want the credit for that. I do a pretty decent job. I mean, I'll make you something sometime, and we'll we'll see if you're a better bartender than me or not. I kind of don't really care. I just make my money and I go home. That's fair. That's very valid. (laughs) That's very fucking valid. (laughs) Because sometimes people are just like, "Here's your Jack and Coke." I don't like. (laughs) Bye. You you should see how annoying it is when you're in the air. When you have like passengers on a plane asking for a Jack and Coke six times, I I literally. No matter what, cut you off after the third. Unless you are... Uh, if you cut me off on the airplane, I'd be so pissed. If you are showing visible signs, I legally have to. I have to. So do I at the bar, but I don't. But it's different because this is a pressurized cabin with two, 300 people and no escape from somebody who can get rowdy and aggressive. So if you show any slight signs of you being a little too far off, I will not give you one. I'm I will not, not flying with you don't that's just the law i follow the law i'm sorry i love that for you um but back to the girl like 
20? 20. And she... I don't even remember being 20. She talked a whole big game about, you know, being, you know, very, very disappointed. She once actually told me, um, I don't even remember the conversation and how this came up, but she at one point told me that when guys get in the sack, whether uh, they have to take... Yeah, I'm old. I told you. Uh, when guys like have sex with her, they have to take breaks because she's that good. Oh God. Um, this just sounds like a disaster. So uh, she just told you she was a whore without telling you she was a whore. Basically, and <laughs> that right there was a huge red red flag for me. Oh my God. It was a massive red flag. And then I found. And you out, did it anyways, didn't you? No, no. I I I I I thought about it. I thought about it. But then I realized how she, like, she just, how do I put this in the most PG, like, PG way that I can? Um, I thought about it and realized she doesn't turn me on in the slightest. Ah. In the slightest. Like, complete turn off. Like, for example. Because she was so young or because of, like. Everything. This girl was, she's intelligent. She's intelligent. She's so smart. Like she's overeducated, I would say. She sure. goes to college, and she's oh, you know, she's got. She's a, in she, college. You know, she's you know, she's getting. Oh my her god, degree. you're making me feel so old. Yeah, how do you think I feel? I'm older than you. Yeah, but I still I feel. What do old. you mean? <laughs> I felt old, so obviously you're gonna feel old. Like, like at least you didn't go through this. But no, I date older only. I, I wish if I could find. We'll t- we'll get to this. Actually, we'll get to this. I'm going to put a pause on that part. We'll pause. get to that. Pause. We'll get to that. I swear to God, we will. Um, but at, she, she, she's the dumbest person I've ever met. This girl is the dumbest person I've ever met. Let, <laughs> sip that tea. <laughs> she, Pretty sure I seized the wrong day. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I punch today in the face all the time. YOLO. I, um, how I want to put this is that she's she's book smart for days. Street smart, I cannot believe that she's gotten this far in life. So why'd you even... Uh, I don't believe in what-ifs. I know what you're going to say, and I don't believe in what-if scenarios. I hate the concept of what-if. So rather than go through a what-if scenario, I will put myself through whatever it is to find out the answer. You know? That's that's the guy I am. I don't want to know what would have happened if I gave didn't you a chance or if I didn't it. pursue. I'd rather just know by pursuing because like, I'm not a pussy. So, okay. So, is that what is, – is her what determined your how young is too young? Yes. But because you you went along with it even knowing she was 20. Yeah. I mean, again, age didn't doesn't matter to me. I mean – the reality I is it's a five it. it was a five year age difference. I don't even think that her being five years younger than me is the issue. Her being in at a the different p- stage of life is yes. what's different. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that like an age gap is a problem. Yeah. It's like how mature are you? Where are you at in your life? Like that kind of thing. It was very high school mentality and it drove me fucking insane. Which like, is interesting because I do feel like Men mature a lot later than women do. Right. But when it comes to relationships, I feel like men are so much... Men have to be ready sooner. 
men. I disagree. When it comes to, <laughs> when it, okay, maybe maybe Arab guys are, but Arab guys in general, or at least for me, I was raised. We were just talking about Tinder apps, bro. Like, yeah, but like, no one on there is ready for a relationship. You're right. You're right. But like, for me, for me, I'm ready. I'm ready. The you're only, different. The only thing I'm not particularly ready about is financial, the financial stability. I have my own business, you know, I, I run my own photography, uh, you know, studio and all that. And that's all fine and dandy. But at the same time, I'm not in a point in my life where I can 100% financially support you, but I shouldn't have you to. shouldn't have to. I had a girl that I was dating, and she was amazing in every way except for that. And she refused to compromise. It was my money was her money, and her money was her money. And she was a full-fledged pharmacist. Now, a lot of guys, a lot of women would say, oh, that's emasculating. Or a lot of guys would say that's emasculating, that a girl made uh, an astronomically more amount of money than I did. Like, she was making $180,000 a year, and I was making forty-two. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. You know, that sugar uh, mama money. Hey. I was so proud of this girl. I was I couldn't have been more proud of her. I'm so happy that she's successful and succeeding in life. I wasn't emasculated by that. I was cheering her on. But at the same time, you cannot have the expectation of me to sit there and take care of you completely financially while you're pocketing $180,000 a year and doing absolutely fuck all with it. Because we also had conversations about whether or not what would happen if we, you know, we were to raise family and have kids. And she was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to still work full-time. I was like, well, if I'm working full-time and you're working full-time, who's raising this? Oh, we can hire a nanny. No, the fuck we're not. We're raising our kids. We're not getting an au pair. We're not getting a nanny. We are raising our kids. That's what being married and having a family is about. Uh, what? Nothing. No, go ahead. Say it. No, everybody, like, there's a lot of people that have nannies. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a nanny, but having a nanny raise my child. Like I mean, a, like, you can work and still raise a family. Yeah, but, like, she's working 13-hour shifts every day. Yeah, so? So where? Where is she going to have that time? I don't time? know, just don't have kids. It sounds like the better plan. Or don't pick somebody who is entitled and doesn't know how to compromise. Because that was the issue. She was entitled and didn't know how to compromise. Well, how old was she? She was actually older. She was 27 and I was 23 or 24 at the time. Or, no, 23. Yeah, it was the last year. Well. Yeah, no. So uh, older women aren't the problem and younger women aren't the problem. I just. Younger women are the problem. They are an issue. They are, <laughs> <laughs> they are an Younger issue. women are the problem. But I don't know. I don't know. I, what about you? Like, how young is too young for you? I won't date anybody younger than me. You won't? No. At all? I don't think so. Like, even on, like, Hinge and, and Bumble, like... You set your preference to you. It's year. my age. See, I, I, again, you're a girl, so you shouldn't be dating somebody older than you. Guys shouldn't be dating older women. I mean... Well, you have to think about it, too. Like, if I'm dating somebody older than me, then the guy's dating somebody younger than him. Yeah. yeah. So, so... It's okay for guys to date younger girls. It's just how young and where you are in life. So, like, where I currently am in life, 20 is too young. She's yeah. got to at least be in college. Like, I'm done with college. Yeah. Like, starting her career. But that's the other thing, too. Like, people think I'm stupid as fuck for this, but I don't. Again, I come from I come from a family where I didn't actually have to worry about a lot financially. Uh, we're not, like, loaded or anything. We're middle class, but, like, we were 
we were comfortable. Sure. And I've learned that you can't talk about that stuff because people will take advantage so quick and so fast. And that's one of the biggest things for me is that one of the things that I want in a relationship is that we build something together. I'd rather have somebody now while I'm not financially stable so that she deserves me when I am. Mm -hmm. So if she can deal with me not being financially stable, she can deal with me and have everything that I'll give her when I am. That's fair. Because when I am financially stable and I find them then, then I will always have that leaning feeling that they're only with me for whatever I have to offer and not actually for me. But because also, it's happened so many times. Yeah. I mean, at my age, like, if you can't take care of yourself, then, like, you got bigger problems. Well, I can take care of myself, but I, I know, I, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you both equally should be able to take care of yourself and not have to depend on the other person. Uh, yeah. 100%. Like, there's no reason, like, I'm not looking for somebody to take care of me. I'm looking for somebody to have fun with and enjoy my life with. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Well, have you found anyone, like, what about your, what about your, like, ex-husband? Was he anything like that, or? <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know, like, what you were talking about, like. Enjoying life with and having yeah. fun with? Yeah. Like, At one point. Okay. You know? I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard because you have to also find somebody who's willing to communicate. Mm -hmm. And if they're not going to communicate with you, what the fuck's the point? Yeah, I think, like, what was harder for us is the fact that, like, we started dating so young and we got married really young. And, yeah, like, you didn't have a hoe face, did you? No. He was your hoe face. <laughs> I didn't have a hoe face until after. after. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, everything, like, from, you know, 18 to 25 was where you grow and become a person, like, the most. And we yeah. were together that whole time. So yeah. it was, like, I didn't get to experience so much because we were together. So it's, like, I didn't really find who I was until after. Yeah. Because I finally got to be my own person. That's fair. I feel like with every relationship that I go on or, like, every date, I learn something new and, like, I improve. I don't think I've ever taken a step back. I feel like I've well, always. I for sure have taken a step back. I've taken like a whole ass leap across the world backwards. Really? Yeah. Like how? I I mean, I I went through some, you know, dark times, so. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I do, took you do you want to elaborate or pineapple? We're going to pineapple that one. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, okay. Well, then what about your, like, flirting stories do you have any like crazy like <laughs> <laughs> um i'm super awkward so <laughs> i so <laughs> yes i definitely have a flirting story where i flirted with somebody okay and i am like cringy like the cringiest okay. when it comes to being out in public sure and like talking to men okay and um so before I worked at Tequila Blue, I used to go there. My friends worked there. So I used to go. And there's a security guard that I thought was, like, so hot, right? Okay. And so one day I was there drinking with my friends, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a move. And I went up to this guy, and I gave him my business card. You gave him your business <laughs> card. And I said, 
do what you will with this. And I walked away. <laughs> Wait, you actually said those words? Those exact words. I said, do, do what you will with this. And I walked away. And then the next weekend we went back there and he did not do what he would with that. He probably threw it away. And the next weekend we went back there and I went back up to him and gave him another business card and oh. said, I think you lost it last time. I didn't hear from you. Oh, and no. Maddie. Maddie. God. It ended up working because I ended up like sort of seeing the guy for a couple months. So whatever. If I was this man, I would have ran for the fucking hills. He ran afterwards, but... <laughs> yeah, you crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. You you did not. You did not. Gave him my business card twice. Twice? Twice. Twice. Mm -hmm. Twice. Two times. I have no words. <laughs> wow. It'd be like that sometimes. Oh, my poor it's dude. hard out here for us awkward girls. Listen, listen, I I don't know how you can come back from that one. I really don't. We we dated. I, I Yeah, I don't know how you came back from that one's my point. I don't know. How either. did that happen? I'm cute. You are, but like, I, <laughs> not to that extent. No offense. Like, you're gorgeous and all, but like, fuck that. You, you chasing after me. Oh, you probably forgot this. <laughs> like, that's just crazy. Listen, regrets... Mistakes were made. Regrets. It's all fine. Everything's fine. Oh, my Lord. What's yours? I have two. Okay. I have two. And both of them happen to happen on an airplane. Um, one of them, I wasn't actually working, but I was in full uniform. I was in full uniform, and I was actually a passenger. I was flying home from Boston. I had, uh, at the time, I was based out in Boston, but I, you know, I live here in Detroit. So... I had to fly there and then. Uh, what is that song? Dick down in Dallas, butt fucked in Boston. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you know that one? <laughs> no, Chris said no. All right, maybe so I need to go normal. home. So we're normal. You're weird. We is already like a, knew that. Is it like a country song? What is this? Yeah. Of course I wouldn't know it. Do I look like I listen to country? No. Okay. You don't even listen to songs in English. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, I do, but like, not that often, as you know. You're Anyways, continue. But yeah, uh, I was I was flying home from Boston, and I was sitting in the window seat. Or no, no, I was. She was sitting in the window seat, right? And then you know how there's it was a three it was a three by three configuration, so three seat, three seat. Mm -hmm. So the middle seat was empty. There was nobody in there, and it was a five a.m. flight. It was a really early morning flight. And I had just worked for three days in a row. I'm dead exhausted. I'm dead tired. I had been up all night working and flying. I really, I looked like a slob. But flight attendants can't look like slobs while we're in uniform. So I looked, you know, fresh as a daisy. And she starts hitting on me. Mind you, she was a 54-year-old woman. Love that. But she was stunning. She was stunning. Like, if Blake Lively... And Jennifer Aniston had a child together. This was her. Like, drop dead. dead. That's a good-looking child. Yes. She was so beautiful. And 
she at one point again i'm in uniform so there's a certain level of professionalism that i have to abide by puts her hand on my thigh and sits in the seat right next to me instead of sitting at the window after i had literally watched her before boarding bitch about having to sit in the middle seat which was originally assigned to her and she wanted that window seat so they upgraded her to sit in the in that seat in comfort plus with me mm-hmm. um because I was commuting home on, on Delta because uh, it was the only flight available. And, you know, so she's sitting up in Comfort Plus with me um, and literally watched her bitch about not ha- having a middle seat. And she left her two kids in the back so she could get upgraded to not have to sit in the middle seat, sat at the window. Turns out that middle seat was empty. And she still ended up sitting in it. Grabs me by the thigh, starts squeezing a little and rubbing on my thigh. So I pick her hand up and I move it. But I'm still kind of flirting with her because she's hot as hell. <laughs> and she asks me where I lived. I told her uh, what city. I was living in Rochester at the time. She said, oh, wait, really? I am too, actually. And I was like, okay, cool. And she asked me how old I was. I told her I was 24 at the time. And she's like, cool, cool. I'm 54. And yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And she asked if I wanted her to be my sugar mama. <laughs> And I was, uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, you know? <laughs> she was, you know, she's loaded. And clearly, you know, she knew what she was doing. Is that e- is it that easy to find a sugar mama? Uh, for me, it was, apparently. And the thing was, is the crew that was working that flight um, cock-blocked me. Rude. They wrote, she wrote her phone number down on the napkin, and I had it sitting down on the table. I fell asleep. And they took the phone number and threw it in the trash. Rude. Who does that? Who does? You see writing on it. You go and you take it and throw it? I mean, it's okay. It's slightly my fault for not having it in my pocket. I blame you, but. Also, fuck them, you know. Why Uh, did she write her number on a piece of paper and not put it in your phone? You're sitting right next to her. I don't know. What is wrong with you? Again, this was 5 a.m. Missed opportunities. Sure, you're absolutely right. But you know what I did? You know what I did? I swear to God, I did this. I went to the same girl. The, she told me what grocery store she went to because we went to the same Kroger. I went to that Kroger every fucking day. Oh, my for God. Three of course you did. Stalker. No, no. I just went to see if maybe we'd bump into each other by happenstance. <laughs> you know? I wanted this. Oh, my God. Uh, it did not happen. Uh, but the other story is a lot more funny. A lot better. Oh, this beautiful, beautiful girl. Like, she's fully tattooed. And I love tattoos on a girl uh, to a certain extent. If they're, like, gross and, like, grotesque tattoos, no. But if they're tasteful and, like, nice and have meaning to them, sure. Um, And she sat all the way in the back. And she's actually a celebrity, turns out. She was oh. a celebrity, uh, not very, very like famous, but she was a model of sorts. I'm not going to go sure. into deep detail um, just because then it would slightly be obvious to certain people who know me. Um, and how do I want to explain how this happened? started flirting with me uh, to get some free drinks, obviously. I'm not stupid. I know that's exactly what she was doing. Every I, girl at every bar ever. <laughs> yeah. So I get But I'm working. This one, I was working with the crew. 
Um, and I gave her some free drinks. Absolutely gave her some free drinks. I said, yeah, I'll put, you know. And um, she gets herself drunk off of these. Oh, so you're going to give her drinks no. even though she's drunk, but she won't give no, me I drinks did not. on the plane. I did not. She ended up, what she ended up doing is I gave her the, the like, uh, a couple, like, I gave her two, two shots. And then she tricked one of the other flight attendants into giving her another two. So she had four, like, shots of, uh, I think it was gin uh, or, or something. and. Or vodka, something like that. It was like four shots worth. Sure. But each shot is actually a shot and a half. Okay. In each bottle. It's yeah. about a shot and a half. So if you have four of them, you're looking at like eight shots right there. Like almost. You know. Sure. It's about six. Six shots. Sure. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. For a lot of people. And so she gets, you know, blackout drunk and she passes out at one point. And pees herself pees herself good and then uh gets up and comes to the back uh the back where i was working in the back galley and goes she goes hey hey uh, can i can i ask you for a favor i i just peed myself and like i'm so so embarrassed and and everything could you Maybe go grab my suitcase for me and and help me get a change of underwear out of it. And, like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I guess. So I go and I grab her suitcase and I just give it to her. I'm like, I'm not digging into your bag or anything like yeah. that. So I'm like, here you go. And I close the curtain so she can, like, go through it and not have people judge her and everything. And then she goes into the bathroom and changes and then she comes out. And she leaned in to try to give me a kiss on the cheek. I was like, no, you're, no, no, you just pissed yourself. And then after that, refused to look at me for the rest of this flight. Mind you, there was still four hours left of this flight to go. So for the next four hours, refused to look in my direction, didn't look at me, stopped talking to me. And I had my number written down. Uh, I was going to give it to them. I was literally going to give her my number. Interesting. And, and Even after she pissed herself? Even after, and huh. I was, I was going to give her, you know, it's not every day. It's not every day. Like shit happens. You're drunk. Okay. It, it is. What you it don't is. piss yourself. A normal person doesn't piss themselves. Well, it, she was asleep. I don't fucking know. You're also on an So airplane. she wets the bed. Who knows? But I, again, I was like, I was willing to see past that. Up until, You are too forgiving. I know. I, that's my problem is I'm way too nice. I know this. Oh my. But, where, where it was I have just to teach you the ways of the darkness. <laughs> Come where, to the dark side. Where it was basically, like, for me, like, over was that she couldn't look at me again. Like, it, it happened. I get it. Yes, it's embarrassing, whatever. But it's also my job to help make sure that th this is taken care of. Because it's also a biohazard. You know? <laughs> you, woman, are a biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, like, what? You did. Sure. <laughs> sure as fuck is. So, you know, I have to take, to some extent, I do have to take care of the situation. Mm -hmm. So it's not something to be embarrassed about fully. Like, you're not the per first person to pee yourself on a plane. You're just the first person to pee yourself on a plane who was also flirting with me for the last two hours. You know, so. Fair. I get it. But also have some balls and look at me. Because if you did, I would have given her my phone number, but she didn't. So I 
fucking threw that shit in the trash. And I was like, I'm not pursuing this. That was what it was. It's the Should have given her your business card. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> Circle back. Are you, are you sure two times it'll work? Do you think I would only need to give her like half a piece of the business card after that whole situation? I then ended up working there with him. So he didn't really have a choice but to date me. Wait. What did you just say? He doesn't have a choice. I was there. He still had a choice. No. No? You were going to force him? Yeah. Damn. I need a woman like that. Didn't work out, obviously, but. <laughs> oh, my Lord. What It'd an episode like this has been. It'd be like that. It really do. Oh, my God, man. I am too stunned to speak. I can't believe you would say that. Say what? <laughs> he had no choice. What do you mean? I, mean, I don't know. Okay, well, hold on. We're going back to something. You're telling me you've never had a situation at the bar where someone's peed themselves? No. Oh, yes. Okay, then. Yeah. Like one time. I've had people throw up at my bar all the time. Oh, that happens daily. That, that That's a regular occurrence. When I worked at O'Toole's, I had bitches swinging at me from the other side of the bar. Swinging? I've seen some things, man. Me too. Downtown Royal Oak is no joke. Yeah, I don't really it's go downtown. a bunch downtown. of trashy young kids that don't know how to drink alcohol facts it's better than birmingham though because birmingham is just the not trashy but all snooty yeah they're judgy they're so judgy. but i would prefer to drink with judgy people than have annoying drunk people around me all the time that's true i hate i'm always the designated driver because i don't drink but i hate it because i hate babysitting uh it's not my responsibility i i do it because i'm nice but like <laughs> Moral of the story, he's nice. I, I, I need to stop. I really do. I need to, like... Hang out with me long enough and you'll be just fine. You think so? <laughs> man, oh, man. Well, honestly, this has been an awesome episode. I mean, we've learned a little bit more about each other that I don't think I ever really needed to know, but now <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. You, really? I'm just kidding. Okay. I hope so. I, I know. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. No, you can hurt my feelings. Fucking tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> tell the truth. I had a great time. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. We Let's do it again season? next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to the very first episode of the Unhinged Podcast. You can find us on YouTube or any other um, podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts what else is there nowadays i don't fucking know uh twitch twitch no that's a that's not a, a game boy <laughs> twitch is a, a streaming like video game streaming but you're close you're close you're learning whatever um yeah anywhere anywhere you get you get your podcast you can find us at unhinged podcast with maddie and ollie um and we social will media see, oh social media yes follow us on tiktok at, twitter and instagram do we have anything else just those three? Mm-hmm. Uh, our TikTok is a little different. Our TikTok is at unhinged with a three underscore podcast. And then everything else is at unhinged podcast with the three for the E. Uh, I think, right? Yeah. Did I get that right? I don't fucking know. I hate doing outros. I really hate doing outros. Clearly. Yeah. All right. Well, Bye, everyone. <laughs> see you guys later. Peace out. <laughs>